0: Well hello everyone and welcome back to another Eat Talk Sleep podcast. Uh, today is just Michael and I. I am Josh, that is. And uh today we thought we'd do something a little bit different. So we thought we thought about some of the topics that we've seen uh, in the news this week and we thought it would be a good idea to to come at them uh and just see what our response as 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 Bible believing Christians should be to to these these issues. I mean there's Uh, There's always tons of stuff in the news, and it's not always good news. Uh, So we want to kind of, yeah just just put these things into the perspective of the Bible, into the perspective of having a sovereign God who is over all. Uh, So, yeah, so Michael, how are you doing, first of all? And then would you like to lead us into the first topic? Yeah, no, I'm I'm good, Josh.
1: I'm good. Um, good to see you. Good to hear you again. Um, being, I guess, slightly busy with PhD stuff, but you know, waiting for it to just to be finished, really now.
0: So um, Getting some letters in front of your name instead of just after your name, <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly. It's a whole reason why I did it for in the first place. Uh, so <laughs> just I can... for that little
0: bit of paper. So yep, you get well, to wear
1: a hat and prance on, around like a peacock yeah <laughs> and, and on a pizza hut form i can say doctor as well oh, yeah. um <laughs> that's the only reason why no i i just no i mean i'm looking forward to today actually because it's almost applying our theology applying our kind of mindset uh, mm. into social issues And i think it's important that we do that we can often sometimes get so uh, you know talk about theology on on paper and that's great and it's you know i love doing that but to apply it as well i think in, in, in the situations which we, we, we talk, we, we're going to be talking about, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and interesting and important. So the first one we're looking at really, uh, it's been in the news this past week. And to be honest, it's been in the news for years now. Other countries have talk about it as well. and I don't know Australia has, is the assisted suicide bill, which has been discussed in the Lords as we speak or... At least today, it has been speaking, spoken about in, in House of Lords about you know whether or not it is right and and proper to assist someone in in, in death and to basically uh, help them to die sooner. It's something that, as Christians, I think we have a very strong strong view on, but we recognise it is an emotional topic as well. Uh, people have a lot of different views on this topic, but it's something that I have a strong opinions about uh, with with family members and the like, you know, being um, having disabilities and and, and, and the like as well. Something that Mm -hmm. I've had very strong views on. I know they do as well. That life is precious and life is an an important thing that we should cherish and value and and want to maintain preserve yeah and i think you know we could talk, talk this about for the whole life you know from from beginning of life to the end of life life throughout is precious and we value it so i, I saw the archbishop of canterbury uh, speak out against it which i mm-hmm. was kind of glad about you know you, you never know sometimes with uh the archbishops of of, of uh, in, in the house yeah. of lords but it was good to hear them speak out against it to want them to say you know the heart isn't perfect doctors aren't really perfect and Wrong decisions can be made. People can do things for the wrong, wrong reasons. You know, with people are sinful, mm. there can be some dangerous actions taking place because people's hearts aren't right. With sin, the sinners. Yeah,
0: yeah, and there's, there's there's a real danger, I suppose, that there's someone with a, a terminal illness or someone with you know living with extreme disabilities. Um And I mean, we've seen this kind of slide in other countries that have introduced um assisted assisted dying bills or assisted suicide bills. I mean, it's interesting looking at the language, actually. Uh, you know, they're trying to kind of address this up to be something that, um, to, to make it sound as, as nice as possible, I suppose. Um, but I think one of, one of the dangers, and we have seen this in other countries, is, is where it becomes a slippery slope. You know, first, you know, there are stringent safeguards on, uh, on how this, you know, who, who, who this can apply to um but before time you know they you know they talk about uh, even the children uh being uh, allowed to end their lives and you know there's there's a real danger here where you know okay we we draw the line here for now uh, but where do we draw the line in five ten years time uh, and i think it's very worrying that you know our our hospitals and our health services are you know are kind of looking at this um you know because yes of course you know death is such a horrible thing and you want someone to to go out in in a nice way, and this I mean, this is such an emotionally charged topic. I mean, uh, I, I, Michael, I don't know if you saw the um, uh, the the speech that was read out by the former Labour MP Frank Field, uh, who who is suffering from a terminal terminal illness. Uh, but just uh, I mean, the emotion in uh, in these things is is just really intense, and it's uh, it's something that we as Christians. Uh, should approach respectfully and, and gently and uh, we know that life is sacred life is precious and it is God who gives life and it is for God to take away life it's not for for us to take away life You yeah, know, this goes against uh, the word of God this goes against uh, such things as the Hippocratic Oath which isn't the word of God but uh, you know all uh, physicians and doctors uh, swear swear by um, you yeah, know this is this is a, a, a biggie I think
1: yeah, I'll just jump in as well there, Josh. I think a lot of people, you know, that has a hope after death and they don't know Christ. They don't know the Lord, uh, the Father, the Son and the Spirit. They don't know these things. And so for them, death is what it is. And I think a lot of people who may support it don't have that hope to come after it, which is also treadily really sad as well as Christians, we know there is um, life afterwards. Um, and uh, this life is just a passage to, you know, to to death is just a passage to, to be the father forevermore. And that's a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing indeed. And that stands to the father's decision when mm-hmm. the father uh, decides. Mm-hmm. And we have the Bible. The Bible tells us these things. That God is sovereign. The Psalms are all about, you know, uh, the Lord being in control of death Mm -hmm. not man david david when he prays in psalm doesn't go um my decision he goes it's your decision Mm -hmm. i think that is important and as christians we should always go to the bible for our understanding
0: and i think i mean you're saying you know god is in control of death and he's also in control of politics in this in this country and, and across the world you know and you know this this bill will not pass unless you know he allows it to and i think if he does allow it to, I think it would be a sign of uh, how far we've fallen and how uh, you know, he's 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 left us to our own devices, and that really should be a uh, for us as Christians a call to prayer and uh, you know a call to repentance. You know, starting with ourselves, the church first, and we should be drawn to fall on our knees and and seek forgiveness and repentance because we are all uh, in in various ways complicit in in this. Well, I kind of just jump in, I think for the last point too, to are moving to the next one perhaps, but
1: in a sense really on this Josh as well is that maybe it should wake us up to actually not just be sitting in our in our four walls as, as Christians and you know we go to our church on Sunday morning and we act all pious on Sunday, on Sunday but we're not actually engaging with these issues at all sometimes you know, maybe we we, we turn up and going, oh look at the world out there, how bad it is. But actually, we're the ones that, you know we we're the light. We're the ones who have, who have the the light. We have the word. We have the truth. You know, we need to share it. With that people, that brings it?
0: responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly.
1: As, as word I, I say is, a church is often we're, we're very comfortable, uh, very comfortable. We like comfortable Christianity, and these issues really make us should make us uncomfortable, and. That's why we do start to start to engage with these debates and start to engage with these issues. You you know, centered using the Bible, using the Word, centered around that. But you know, issues with this, yeah. So yeah, uh,
0: as as, as Spurgeon said, you know, I mean, this is I don't know. Sometimes as Christians, we kind of we need to defend uh, these. You know, we need to defend the sanctity of life and etc. Spurgeon once said, "You don't you don't kind of defend truth. You don't defend the Bible." uh you just unleash it um so
1: yeah no very true very true um and, and the thing is is, is it's the words the word you know a lot of our churches today we try to do things other ways you know try to do this and that it's the word let the word speak into situations and let the god speak through the word in these situations and, and also you know that i think is powerful and hopefully this kind of stuff is, is a wake-up call to us all to not just sit around and just go, oh well, never mind then. It's, it is a call to action for for believers, hundred percent, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, And so the, the second topic we've uh, we, we've seen quite a bit in the news is, uh, I mean, we've all heard of anti vaxxers and you know this debate has has gone on for for quite some time. But there's there's been a, a video clip which I I, I mean. Yeah, this is a much lighter topic, perhaps, because I think the video clip is, is, uh, is quite funny. But there's been a video clip of a, a guy called uh, Michael Chaves going into Colchester Hospital and presenting the bewildered staff there uh, with a number of documents uh, you know, from the Nuremberg Code. I think there's the Magna Carta. Uh, there's some uh, decree of, uh, of, from the Pope. Uh, you know and and evidence that that covid is uh is a hoax a uh, pandemic i think is the word that he uses um so yeah so that's an interesting one michael what do you what do you make of that uh, seeing that video uh, on social media
1: yeah i mean it, it's certainly shocking and i think a lot of times it's used to uh, i think as a laughing stock i think you know to people to look at and laugh at because it is quite absurd i think in a lot of ways and i mean using the Carta for example is just just a bit out there <laughs> i mean as a story like the Carta doesn't really hold much kind of constitutional value anymore but it it is interesting you know you've got this kind of anti-vax kind of protest still ongoing today and i think you know we see the anti-vax in, in christianity i mean with my friends who maybe are yeah even no, a lot of
0: christians are <laughs> at the forefront of these things
1: mm. um you know never so, good sometimes because then it, that creates division in, in the church absolutely as well I,
0: I know people who left churches you know as a result of the pandemic because they've disagreed over mask wearing or vaccines or, or whatever um yeah, these these things shouldn't divide us in this way i think we have to recognize that you know, behind this um anti-vax or behind these anti-vax conspiracy theories you know there are some genuine serious concerns for you know freedom uh, for of course yeah uh, you know yeah. coercion especially in you know in when it comes to health and especially when it comes to, to children and the most vulnerable in society as well. So I, I think there are some some genuine concerns here, but you know kind of the kind of extremes that a lot of people go to. Uh, and I'm not just saying you know uh, kind of refusing a vaccine. I'm I'm saying you know spreading all these uh, you know these these ideas and these lies quite frankly about you know it all being a, a hoax and all being planned yes governments have taken away freedoms at a very scary rate and that is something we should all be concerned about um but there's there's kind of an extreme level of this and people just get so taken up with it uh, they,
1: they do and i think as christians as well is that i think it's perfectly fine to think about these things and, and challenge them if you, if you, if you think right so, i mean I, I completely agree with you josh uh you know some of the how freedoms go so quickly i think is certainly a concern and i think as well over the pandemic how churches just just without any thinking we just followed everything just followed state advice, and now that was it and i think yeah yeah, close we, we should, yeah.
0: You know, that, has that ever happened in in history like
1: that i don't think it has i it, that concerned me actually because we we were just so compliant and mm. they won't like I think you know in some cases what well, ideas to do but there's no ever thinking behind it it didn't actually go hang on is this right let's just think about this for five seconds and then do it yeah. uh we we and we you know i think that's dangerous but over things like the vaccine and, and the anti-vaccine debate as well is that it's fine to question things i think what what's a bit annoying with christians sometimes is that we go really far into the conspiracy theories and it's like hey guys yeah. you know just just hold on slightly it's, it's fine to be critical and to actually ask questions mm, and to think actually yeah. but we often seem to get drawn in sometimes and i've, I've heard christians get drawn into the conspiracy sometimes and it's thinking that doesn't help your argument it doesn't help the church as well
0: yeah.
1: uh, and you're you get fixated on these issues rather than the, the gospel you know you're so focused on these things you forget about the gospel of christ and that i think is dangerous as well mm. so yeah
0: yeah both, i've, both I've anti-vaxxers comparing uh, you know I'm just coming to a saving faith uh, comparing that with coming to realize and believe these conspiracy theories you know, kind of equating the two and I just think that is is so unbelievably tragic you know yeah um, I mean I think yeah we are I believe we are living in the end times in the end days uh, but like looking for you know, the mark of the beast in a vaccine needle and, and these kind of things I, I think we would do well to uh, take a step back and just see that, you know, most of all, what are we to be doing in this day and age? We are to be uh, warning people not of conspiracy theories, but of the good news and the bad, well, the bad news firstly, and that we all need a savior, <laughs> and then the good news that there is a savior.
1: 100%. I'm saying so great. And I don't think as well it should divide the church we should you know i honestly think we you know there are issues where we should divide on you know, they're primary theological issues yes mm-hmm. but when they're down to these things they should divide us
0: yeah
1: the problem is again we've come so polarized that it's that's dangerous and that's mm-hmm. what is concerning and so christians we need we need to be careful we need, we need to be wise yes ask questions yes think about things yes you know sometimes don't let's say always agree with the state yeah 100 percent but don't just get caught up on one side or the other side. Focus on Christ. Let him be what leads you. Um, and everything else is Absolutely, yeah. And
0: it, I, I think, you know, yeah, following Christ, and Christ was compassionate and he was gentle. And, you know, we should be exactly. compassionate in, in, in our response to these things. We should also be, you know, careful in, um, you know, for, especially for, in caring for those who are most vulnerable and those who are at risk, uh, you know the whole mask wearing thing. You know has has been well. It's less politicized over here than it is in the states, for instance. But it still is is fairly politicized. But you know the reality is you know, that mask doesn't protect you. It protects other people. Yeah. You know, so that you know that's that's you know these are all things I guess we need to to inter- take into account and and consider. You know how how, how can we. You know, be Christ-like in this. You know, what would Jesus do? I suppose uh, is, is is the
1: question. Exactly, exactly. And I think again, I think we just got to be careful that we don't get drawn into just as you know, the guy walking into Christ, 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 hospital. A lot of people t- look at him as laughing stock. As Christians, we gotta be careful that we don't become laughing stock for those reasons.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's not that's not. He's not doing that because the Bible says so. He's you know, this this is an extra biblical. Bib, um, yeah, this isn't a biblical issue uh you know this is something that many Christians, you know you and i disagree over michael i'm sure uh you know with certain aspects of this um you know so this is anything that's not the the bible doesn't make clear and and set out in black and white uh well you're on sinking sand i suppose uh, okay. if you're going outside of the bible and that
1: it's like christian's disagreeing on whether you know they should have you know this this way of liturgy or this way of liturgy sometimes it's like it's not a primary issue can we stop making no, it absolutely. stand like die on this hill kind of thing and um uh, like then wrong you know it's good that we are different in that ways and we should know why we are different but with that shouldn't be what divides us yeah anyway let's go on to the next one because uh we'll make sure that we do cover these in in, in you know i guess a, a good sort of time otherwise we could spend hours on each of these <laughs> topics i imagine But next one I'm talking about is something that's been on the news a lot in England, and that's Insulate Britain.
0: Uh, (laughs) Another divisive and controversial one, right?
1: (laughs) Well, you know, we we do love a bit of of controversial stuff on on, on this podcast, don't we? But I think a movement that I think has good aims in terms of insulating Britain, I think, you know, there seems to be a lot of good things about that, but uh, they've been glue themselves to motorways and to the ports as well booking roads and motorists and even ambulances as well which i think is something we can definitely talk about um and yeah they've certainly been on news a lot recently creating i say havoc on our motorways <sighs> and on our roads yeah i mean josh what do you think about about enslaved britain do you think it's a good strategy do you think it's a bad strategy do you think it's how how's how's christian do you respond to what we see news recently?
0: Well, uh, unfortunately, I haven't uh, been blocked in the road as I've been driving along. Uh, If I had, um, I would hope that my reaction wouldn't be the same as some of the other um, motorists' reaction. You know, one of just out, uh, you know, outright anger and you know, hate and uh, real venomous speech. You know, uh, you know, swearing and cursing at these people uh, isn't going to solve anything. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think. Uh, it's it's a difficult one how how would you how would you react if someone lies in in the road in front of you I think trying to you know ram them or run over them is is a definite Uh, no-no like we we, I think we need to you know we need to like you know if you're someone who you know kind of watches these video clips on YouTube or social media or whatever and is kind of you know angered by these things you know I think just make sure those emotions your emotions are in control because I think too often we can let you know this anger get the better of us, and you know, um, obviously, insulate Britain are in the wrong, but two wrongs don't make a right, uh, and uh, you know, swearing yeah. at them uh, and trying to run them over uh, or you know, beat them up or whatever it isn't going to solve solve anything, and it's just it's just going to cause more pain and uh, and trouble
1: yeah i think it's, you're completely right we've got to watch our actions people are watching us as well and you know we want to, we want to represent christ here on earth so we can't just be going around wanting to run people over or getting angry or spraying at people because that isn't right um as you said too long to, to make a right in this situation um now I, i'm not angry at people protesting i think just things is, is a is is fine i think it's good that you know protest is allowed but their way of protesting let's just talk about that for taking jobs i think <laughs> i think isn't necessarily a good idea because it only creates more sin yeah because more, people are yeah, reacting absolutely. to that in sin and you know, as a christian i think if you go do that i think you're not thinking straight yeah. there. there
0: there was a there was a vicar um or a vicarette should i say is a, a female vicar who was you know in her dog collar and she was lying on lying on the roads uh you know in front of the cars it's not a good
1: thing to do because, um yeah, you're creating more hatred. You're creating more problems. We heard ambulances couldn't get to hospital sometimes because of this. It's not compassionate on the people that are being stopped here as well. So, there, I think the way of protest isn't good. I mean, as a story, I think the way protest is quite problematic anyway because what you're doing is creating more hatred towards your movement anyway. It's dividing,
0: dividing the country further. Not, not. I mean, you know. Yeah. The kind of people you want to get on your side in these movements, you know, you're just, you know, uh, pushing yeah. yourself more and more away from. Uh, you're, not, you're not making any friends by doing this. Uh, you know, you're, know, you're, it's, it's, I mean, it's almost a religion, I think, in that sense, because it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, you know, the, there's this kind of climate change um, alarmism that kind of, you know, yeah, I think it's you're absolutely right we should be concerned and take action to uh, you know, look after our planet and the environment, and prevent climate change. But this kind of extreme um, is is very dangerous. I think it, it, it becomes a it becomes a religion. And I mean, Spurgeon again. I think I've quoted him a, a lot uh, this evening. But he said, "You know, only blockheads go to extremes," uh, and I think he he was sadly right. Um, I
1: think it is right. I think it's. Sad. I think churches that get behind these movements as well, and it's kind of like, hang on, you, you you're sight here of what's matters, which is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is what you should be focusing on. Like it's fine. I, I think churches need to be compassionate. They need to be caring for our environment and our communities. I I do agree Absolutely. with that. Mm-hmm. But we should not be making that the the kind of holder of our church. That is the lost sight of the gospel of Christ, which is repent and believe. And that is the, the message that we need to be preaching. Mm-hmm. Um again, we are compassionate, we care for our environment, but we our focus and our message is christ crucified and i think when christians get involved that deeply it is dangerous and i think we can lose sight of what paul says you know his in, in in romans he says that he's eager to share the gospel he's obligated to share the gospel yeah. that is what he talks about Absolutely. the gospel and yeah. I think we need to be careful that, again, if you, if you are a Christian and you involve in those movements and you really care about the climate, you know, great. I'm glad you care about the climate. It's, it's fine. But make sure you never lose focus of what we care for, say for, which is the gospel and the glory yeah. of the God.
0: And that I is what should talk do about on. the opposite extreme as well for a moment? Because, yeah? you know, there are some Christians who are caught up in you know, this climate change alarmism and you know, kind of it's, it's, it's the end of the world, Armageddon. Uh, the end is nigh, uh, all, all those kind of stuff. There's also the opposite extreme, which is you know people who are incredibly dismissive of uh, you know these you know, the, the overwhelming scientific evidence uh, of you know, that climate change is happening. Uh, I think you know I think I think that's clear. You know climate change is happening, whether you like it or not. You know you can you can yeah. see see that on graphs. I think yeah there is there is um, debate over the degree to which it is anthropogenic or you know, man-made. Uh, you yeah, know and there's there's a debate over you know is it is it all about carbon emissions are there other other things you know this you know it's, it's, it can get very scientific and half and stuff goes over, over the top of my head but like i think <laughs> <laughs> i i think what it definitely doesn't help is taking a very dismissive detracting uh, tone on this issue and, and being um, you know being uncaring you know god has called us to be stewards of of this world and to to care and protect and Again, Spurgeon. I, I don't know why I keep going back to him, but you know he he was kind of I mean, he was very um, uh, kind of. I wouldn't describe him as environmentally conscious, but he was very caring for animals in particular. And mm-hmm. he he once said, "You can tell a lot about you know, a man's walk with God from how he treats his dog, and how he treats you know, that's which, yeah. that which is kind of lowest in the household, if, if you will. You know, a, a pet animal um, and." Because yeah, we, we should be reflecting the love of God in, in all our actions, whether it's taking a dog for a walk or you know, looking after someone else's cat or, you know, planting a tree or, you know, looking tending someone's garden. You know, it it, it should, you know, our, our walk with the Lord and our desire to please and serve him should be reflected in absolutely everything that we do.
1: I completely agree there, Josh. I think it would do. And, you know, it's why we need to make sure that we live our lives, um, you know, properly and live a lives as ambassadors for Christ. And that means doing good things as well, good deeds and living a proper life that is representative of Christ uh light here as well. Um, people see it by actions and by our Absolutely. values and what we do. Yeah. Thank um so Okay,
0: next one. Um and again not a controversial issue at all. Brexit. Uh, <laughs> um I, I just I, I've seen quite a few headlines um well there's there's been the HGV driver shortage uh, there's been the petrol crisis uh, and all of this is kind of uh, well a lot of people linked it with uh, the, the kind of brexit fallout um, i guess that obviously has um, a lot to do with it perhaps i mean there's also other factors you know there is a global shortage of almost everything at the moment uh, whether it's uh, true fuel or uh, potatoes or um silicon chips uh you know there are there are shortage all over the shortages all over the world i think a lot of that probably has to do with the the pandemic too um but yeah just just on the on the petrol crisis michael what what did you make of it you know how how extreme you know is it that how crazy is it that like from you know within the space of a couple of hours all of the fuel stations can have like mile-long queues outside them
1: well, I think it shows us just the nature of people uh, a lot that people are so fearful.
0: That, that,
1: that, right. <laughs> are so fearful about not having petrol, mm-hmm. and so panicked by it that you know almost their lives depending on having fuel or not. Um, I think it was quite tragic to see actually mm-hmm. that we see people uh, people uh, fighting over basically the next fuel spot. People, you know. Beeping horns, getting angry about this whole situation, people rushing to get petrol because they were fearful that they wouldn't get petrol for the next day. No one was trusting in the Lord. And even Christians as well, not doing this as well. They're just reactionary rather than just Christians going, well, I'll pray about this matter or... Mm -hmm just being calm, God's in control, God's sovereign, and we just went off, off on tangents, and then, Christian, then Christians we see, or the people in the world, are debating, "Do so Brexit is not Brexit, you know, and I'm thinking, why, why, who, why, why is this such a polarising factor here? Let's just yeah, I, think our, I, I
0: think the danger is our feet can be quite firmly planted on this earth, you know, instead of looking to heaven, instead of realising that, you know, because we're in Christ and we're saved, we're as good as in heaven now, yeah, I think I think the reality is with this, it's it's us. We're we're all the problem. You know, blaming it on other people uh, never works uh, because we are literally part of the problem. I, I mean, I filled up my car. I didn't fill it up. I don't think I filled it up any more than usual. Uh, I mean, I was uh, you know quite concerned at one point that I wasn't going to be able to to get back home because we were over in uh, on holiday in Cornwall, but we we managed to make it anyway. So all, yeah. all was well. Uh, but I think the reality is you yeah, know, we, we are, you know, it's, it's too often it's a blame game. You want to blame other people and you'll point the finger at everyone else other than yourself. Uh, and I think the reality is, take a good look at yourself. You're not too dissimilar from uh, the, the rest of the world in this. You know, I think, I mean, whether it's fuel filling up the, the car or whether it's, you know, complaining about the traffic on your on your way to work, the reality is you're part of the problem. You're part of the traffic. Um, so it's, it's kind of, um, you yeah. know, yeah, like I, I think I think we just need to realise that it's not other people that's the problem. Uh, we are all the problem. And uh, um, there's um, there's a famous um, I think The Times um, had a an essay competition. They said, you know, uh, what's what's wrong with this world, and what would you do to fix it? This was back in the twenties, I think. And I believe it was G.K. Chesterton uh, who wrote in, and he said, uh, you know, what's wrong with this world? I am. That was that was, all, that was well, essay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is, I think the Predator of Christ just shows us our sinful nature. Mm. It shows us just how we are as human beings, that everyone blames each other, everyone's angry, everyone is looking out for themselves.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, it's, tra- it's tragic. I think it's tragic. And as Christians, we need to be careful. Look to the sovereign God. Yeah. Trust in him. Don't be panicked. Trust yeah. in him. He'll provide. And look to Christ. Mm-hmm. And look Absolutely. to Jesus. And don't don't let it divide you as brothers and sisters either. It's not worth it. Not
0: worth. Yeah, it. and then that you know that panic and that anxiety don't let it control you. Yeah, you, know, you exactly. must you but you must be, uh, you know, you're you've been freed from from sin. You've been freed from that you know those, those trappings. You know, so <laughs> act like it, and you know think about these things. You know, if you're feeling yourself on the verge of panic, you know, just take a a quiet moment to to think, to reflect, to read some Bible verses. You know, to come to the Lord in prayer. Uh, you know, and get that
1: you know god's eye perspective as it were 100 percent. i think as well for believers we need to make sure that all, all, all situations we talked about this evening and now we, we've got another one which is a house or energy crisis which you no know, big massive thing that's been going on uh recently as well is that what can we do well it's looking it to the bible going to the bible for our answers finding jesus finding christ look to him trusting in him not trusting in ourselves or trusting in what we want or putting focus on ourselves and you know, our desires, looking out for those around us, looking for lo- loving our neighbour mm-hmm. um, as well, but following Christ and trusting in he- what he says. And that's the answer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a simple answer. It's not Absolutely. a complex answer. But I yeah. think we, we often make it so complex. We often mm-hmm. go to politics for answers or this or or that, but it's not, it's Christ
0: yeah absolutely and i think you know when you are concerned and anxious about these things i think it's always good just to you know, take a moment with the lord in prayer and, and if you, know, you find that hard and you find that struggle go talk to someone go to talk to someone in the church someone you're close to perhaps and pray with that person and you know share your concerns and your worries and you know, bring them to the lord he the great thing is he cares and he hears and he answers prayer um, and
1: don't be afraid as well of discussing these things in church. Don't be
0: afraid of discussing absolutely. these things,
1: but always yeah. do it in love and in humility and carefully. Like it's, but don't never be afraid of discussing these things. I think we need to discuss these things. We shouldn't be afraid of talking about social issues in our churches, but it has to be centred around Christ, and we have to deal with it through our, our theology. It has to be applied. Through to the our, Bible. Bible, yeah. yeah exactly, mm-hmm. through the Bible. Um, Sorry, I use the word theology because I like it. But <laughs> through it. look at social issues through the bible i think that is a big way of dealing with it but most importantly through christ and that is where we're going to end um today's podcast so i hope that you've enjoyed it josh it's been great to have you here again waffling on for for that no
0: it's it's, it's been it's been excellent michael uh so yeah until until the next time uh take care and, and god bless everyone god bless indeed
1: we hope that you will enjoy this podcast Please do let us know what topics you want to hear us cover. But until next time, thank you very much for listening and God bless.